What is up, everyone, and welcome back to the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. This is episode 15, and oh my goodness, was it a week of baseball unlike any other. <laughs> but uh, before we get on to all that stuff, uh, quick stuff, uh, you know all the normal things. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NonstopBBPod. Send us some DMs, some funny things, some hot takes. Honestly, uh, we love to read a spicy DM. We love a spicy DM. We love just like when you guys share some news that you think is important, maybe a funny clip, but also give us some spicy takes too. Give us some spicy takes. Um, yeah. And then just leave us good reviews on Apple podcasts, write us reviews. Those are always fun. Uh, but really quick, just kind of want to get this out there uh, before I just had a horrible sinus infection this week. It was a little harder for me to pay attention to baseball this week. So I was hoping you guys could uh, help me out. Did anything happen with the Red Sox the last three days? Nope. Nothing important. <laughs> <laughs> Did anything? Uh, they just they anything? just swept some garbage fourth place team. Oh no, you're oh. thinking of er, earlier this month is when the Red Sox swept the Yankees. They didn't do that. The, uh, oh wait, they did that this. Oh, uh, did it again? Oh, oh my God. wow! Oh, my imagine God. that. Hey, uh, spicy take. Yankees are bad at baseball. Yeah, it's funny. I remember like uh, the Red Sox. Uh, I don't know. It was a, yeah earlier this, when they swept them in the Bronx. They had a pretty good week with obviously that happening and all that, but then they didn't really move at all in the power rankings. And I was like, well, maybe that's like more disrespect to the Yankees than the Red Sox. And they're saying like Red Sox swept them in New York, but I I think we're definitely at a point where the Yankees, I mean, we're not at the power rankings yet, but they're outside the top 10 and they firmly belong there. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, so excited to talk about this uh very interesting week but i think before we get into a lot more sticky stuff talk we'll get into our (laughs) normal standings and power rankings talk uh adam how you feeling well i guess we'll just a little bit of a little standings outlook what's sticking out to you Toronto's not in fourth. Yay. Woo. They've been winning games. I think, I think, I think more important than that. I mean, I mean, as fun as it is to see the Yankees lose and as fun as it is for me to see Toronto win. Um, the other uh, division that I've been looking at for teams putting together uh, win streaks is Milwaukee. They are distancing themselves mm-hmm. from the rest of the NL central. They've, uh, yeah. they've, won, they've won five straight and they're, they're a couple games above the Cubs now. And tonight the Dodgers jumped on the Cubs starter, Azale, really early. And now they're going to have to use a lot of their bullpen right before heading into the series against Milwaukee. So yeah, there's potential for that lead to get a little bit wider. That's a big and series coming up this week. Do you know what I feel like was a huge move for the Brewers is Willie Adamas. Like, I don't know how much we've talked about him since he's gone to Milwaukee, but the dude's been good. He has an impactful hits, impactful exactly. home runs. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm looking at his batting stats right now, just from when he's the 33 games he's been in Milwaukee for. He's batting 286 with an OPS over 850. I mean, dude, that coming from the shortstop position is huge for any team. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> when I'm 
looking at the standings, one thing that we got to highlight because it's, it's the nonstop baseball podcast, the Detroit Tigers are in third place in the AL Central. They've overtaken third from the Royals. Can you believe it? I would also like to deem the AL Central as the division that Brian and I got the most wrong before the start <laughs> yes, of the season. Obviously, division. I have no real way of proving this, but I totally wouldn't have made that prediction. I, I would have been right. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no. Kansas City, dude. Remember when they, like, we thought they were good this year? Like, yeah yeah they've been collapsing in a big way oh dude the twins were like started off like being a big disappointment and the royals were like anything you could do i could do better <laughs> they're trying to catch them oh my gosh but yeah like, at least the twin twins seven and three over the last 10 oh that, that's <laughs> something to monitor for power rankings yeah they have been uh, uh playing better recently but just seems like a lot <laughs> just too little too late for so, so the twins are gonna twins pretty much twins are gonna you know twins what? for sure do you know what we we are forgetting something very important the arizona diamondbacks finally won a road game against the padres <laughs> against the padres <laughs> dude one of the hottest teams weren't the padres no that was the, the padres Astros, over still. their last 10 are nine and one and you lost to arizona at home, just, at, just, like oh. in San Diego. Dude, yeah, there's like few things in the MLB like I should be able to guarantee, and Arizona losing on the road was one of those this year. Hey, there are two pitchers in baseball you don't mess with. First off, the big gomb. We know that. <laughs> Second <laughs> off, love Merrill Kelly of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, I, 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 uh, yes. I don't know about that one. Legendary. But, hey. <laughs> but, uh, while we're talking about in the NLS, we have to talk about the first team with 50 wins, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got to love the Giants. It's not currently right now. Currently, they're tied. But earlier this week, they actually had the biggest lead of any division in the MLB, which is pretty crazy to think about that a team in the NLS, not named the Dodgers or Padres, had the biggest lead out of all the leagues. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting it I'm done. Just- Dude, Giants are just grinding out ball games. That's the best way I could describe it. I think Good that's, I mean, obviously that's a, the biggest testament to how great the Giants have been playing, but also a testament to how much the freaking Cleveland Indians have been battling it out in the central. It's like, how are they winning? Yeah. We don't know, but they're well, only two and a half back. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're fighting. That's crazy that they're only two and a half back. Cause like, I did not, I especially like talking about our predictions being accurate. I'm pretty sure I put Cleveland in fourth place in this division. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just uh, like briefly about Cleveland. I also just love that this is a team that is 41 and 33 with a negative run differential. <laughs> yeah. They want to talk about grind. battling. They are battling games. Yeah, no, for sure. Dude, I, the Cleveland Indians just continue. They're giving off some real strong major league vibes. You remember the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sir just grinding it out with a team that nobody really expected to win. I mean, they had Jose Ramirez and they had Jose Ramirez and they used to have Josh Naylor. Um, yeah. Is that too soon? Man. That, that might be a little too soon. That literally just happened today. It but, literally uh, <laughs> just happened today. That Josh Naylor injury is brutal. Yeah. We highly suggest you don't watch it. Yeah. Don't watch it. I'm not but, going I to. I mean, if you saw Dak Prescott get injured, it's pretty much the same thing. 
Okay. Yeah. So you've already it's, seen it. It is, I didn't uh, see that. Yeah. 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 It's a lot like the Dak Prescott injury, or if you remember uh, a longer time ago, the Gordon Hayward injury. Oh, even I thought you were going to go with Paul George when you said a long time ago. No. Oh, not that one. <laughs> but, but yeah, like the, the George Hayward. It's just, uh, it's one of those, uh, it's, it's, it's rough. It's ouchy. His leg is broken, broken. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, hoping that it's hoping that it's something that he can recover from pretty, uh, pretty steadily, but, uh, yeah, not good. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, going on to power rankings, I want to start oh. off by saying this, Brian, it's going to happen. Dude. I, I don't even care if it happens. I mean, it I do care because what I'm about to say is because I care. But how did the Astros jump the Giants? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I give uh, the Astros. I mean, as of this week, they won 11 in a row. Like, the yeah. Astros were the hottest team in the league. But I'm sorry, dude. The Giants have been grinding it out all year. And for the Astros to jump from number six to number two ahead of the Giants, I, I, was, a, I was a little bit salty about that. Yeah, it was a little ridiculous. Um, I did write it down. Uh, our main predictions that we had for the power rankings uh, was that the Rays would be the farthest drop, which okay. we were we were correct. They mm. they absolutely dropped way out of the top five. Well, they're, they're uh, at number six. So not, they not are all the way down to number six. <laughs> uh, we also got correct that Dodgers would go to number one with against okay. Brian's you know uh, protest there, but you know I think we settled on that. Uh, and we all said right. that Houston would get to the top five. And they Which, did, but clearly. not. I didn't think they'd get that high up. Yeah, though, I don't know. I can't think of a, a team in the in the playoffs that I fear more than Houston. But yeah, uh, power rankings are aren't just thinking about that, you know. Yeah, but, that's fair. Uh, but yeah. they they also have a hundred and forty two run but, differential. Yeah, yeah. Christ. I mean, no, no, no hate on the Astros. It just I feel like the Astros haven't been in the top five for most of the year. And for their, we'll call it re-entry because they were probably there earlier in the season. For their re-entry just to go straight ahead of a team like the Giants who have had more days this year with the best record in the league than they haven't, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little, it is a little bit disrespectful, but at the same time, um, the Giants don't win games like the Astros win games. And when I'm looking at power, that that straight power ranking kind of vibe i am okay kind of, just like noah is saying i am so much more terrified of the astros than i am when, of the giants. when you were when you were saying power i was like the giants lead the league in home runs i didn't no, realize no, no, no. you were going I, power rankings <laughs> i'm talking power for power rankings and like the way that houston will come can can just dismantle yeah. another team is is just no. a lot more terrifying i i totally understand that but like the Padres would have to be way harder, way higher than eight. If that's like the viewpoint. In mm-hmm. my mind, yeah. At least. Sure. So, Cause nobody wants, like, even if the Padres finish, like right now they're the projected as the second NL seed. Mm-hmm. If they finish like that, you're going to have a, as of right now, a Dodgers Padres uh, wild card. And I believe the winner of that would play the giants. So all the NL West right now is just projected to take each other out. Yeah. But nonetheless, if the Dodgers or Padres for that matter are in the wild card team, Whoever finishes with the best record isn't going to want to see anybody coming out of that game. Yeah, true. Although I will, uh, I will say, forgetting the Astros, forgetting the Padres, forgetting the whole NL West, uh, the most surprising thing in the power rankings is the A's at four. Yeah, no, that, yeah. which is really surprising. <laughs> I mean, dude, the A's are two games back of the Astros. 
they really had a couple like a strong week or two. Wait, weren't they originally in first? Am I tripping? The A's? Yeah, they were the A's. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do you want to ignore what I just said? They had a bad week. They're moving down. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, Freaking Tony Kemp's got like a, I don't know, some 800, eight something OPS. And wow. Yeah, Tony Kemp. Out watching here. him. Watching him hit against the Giants this weekend, I would have not guessed his OPS was that high. <laughs> well, maybe it's not anymore. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any uh, any predictions for what uh, what'll what'll happen after this week of, of plays? I think Red Sox back in the top five, Giants okay. first. Oh, I like it. I okay. Because like let's see what the Dodgers, five and five on the week, pretty bland week. I think the Padres are getting back in the top five. So this is going to yeah. be interesting because the Red Sox deserve it, but so do the Padres with their nine and one week. So we're not going to see the Astros fall out of the top 10. I wouldn't say no. Oh, they're, they're, they're not lost. dropping out of the top five. White Sox. White Sox probably White Sox will. Maybe, yeah. And the A's probably will. The A's will probably drop. Oh to make yeah. Room. White Sox are three and seven. Their last 10. They might be dropping a lot. Are they going to be the biggest drop though? I'm trying to think who else could. Well, and then, like, hasn't Lance Lynn looked bad since the uh, crackdown on the sticky stuff? Oh. Or am I just... I haven't been... I, I, I think it's I more of just, like, he hasn't been quite as dominant. I haven't looked into his stats since then, but... Yeah. But I, I could see the White Sox... I could see the White Sox being the biggest drop. Yeah, I'm trying to see where are... The Reds could drop a good amount, but I don't think they'll drop too much. Yeah. The same with the Cardinals. Like they both had really bad weeks. I think they're going to drop a lot, but yeah, it might have to be the White Sox. A three and seven week coming off a week where they also weren't as strong. Who's our biggest rise in the week, though? I mean, just off of who's coming out of the top five and who's coming in, it might be the Padres. Oh, I could see that. That's actually a sleeper because they're at number eight. And like we always talk about, it's harder to get big jumps. Yeah, I mean, other teams... than the Padres, it would be the Brewers. Yeah, I personally. I was going to throw out a uh, Twins. They're As the biggest way down at 24. Yeah, they're way down at 24. They had a hot week, 7-3. and three. I don't know. Yeah. But I think you might also be scared to move a team like that up because they've been garbage. Well, the Royals will definitely move down, probably. <laughs> yeah, oh, also yeah. the Nationals. Yeah, Nats Ooh. might continue to move down. I, I just no, don't know if those go up or moving up. Yeah, no, sorry, no. dude. Schwarber is single. Yeah, Schwarber's been Schwarber. unreal. Um, um I, yeah, I don't know. know That's what? interesting. I'm looking at this trying to guess. So, let, let's try piecing together a top five. I agree with Noah. I think this might be the week the Giants end up at number one. Yeah, I think it's Giants number one. It, it's kind of a spot where they can't. I could if see. Don't Oscar. do we officially riot? <laughs> I, I've I've been writing, so if you'd like to join me, <laughs> Brian has been writing since literally <laughs> opening day. <laughs> since the Giants won their first game, so yeah, they actually I, lost. I could see, I could see Giants number one. Okay, so if we say that the Dodgers, Houston five and five, I so think yeah, Houston, Houston stays stay two. two. I could see a world where they put the Padres three ahead of the Dodgers because didn't the Padres sweep the Dodgers? Am I tripping? Uh, did they? They may have. I, might, I, might I mean, but the Padres it. again lost to Arizona. So for that, I'm putting them 29th. <laughs> yeah. So the Padres, I believe, swept the Dodgers earlier this week. Yes, they did. Three game sweep. Yeah. So, so I could see I, them going above them. I think the Padres might be number three. 
and then yeah. with some mixture of the Dodgers and Red Sox four or five. Yeah, I'd probably put Red Sox at ooh, Red that's Sox at five. I, that's where my heart would say Dodgers. I think. At four, it, I think what it'll. I think one. what it will depend on is, do we consider sweeping the Yankees an achievement? <laughs> because if sweeping the Yankees is still considered an achievement, then or, they're four. And, but they did last to, time. They swept them. They didn't consider. We, it an we also have to see. So. Yeah, I don't think it's an achievement. But I was gonna say we also have to compare that to the Dodgers getting swept by the Padres. How much does that worry us? Yeah, that's true. I I would still I think. <laughs> If I'm if I'm guessing where what will happen, I'm guessing that the Dodgers are at four and the Red Sox would be at five. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. I'm penning it in so that we remember. And then our okay, wait. We also got a, our pin pin in our biggest rises being the Padres. Yep, already and done. Our biggest White drop. Sox Who being did? the biggest. We said White Sox. Okay. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, okay. I'll go. I with, said White I'll Sox. Go with, I'll go with Padres being. I was thinking maybe Nationals, you, but you could throw out. Spicy take. We I'll throw out an. Takes. I'll just throw out a Nationals just because they're gonna they're gonna go with the Schwarber hype. And we can monitor the Nationals. Nats for the biggest rise. Nationals uh, is who we had penned in for the biggest rise last week. And we they only moved up two spots, so that was. If at well. first you don't succeed, try, try it again. again. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. All right, it's on a post-it. I'm saving it. We love post-it notes. Post-it notes. I love post-it notes. You I know what we don't love though? Injuries. Especially like Josh. Uh, the Yankees. So wait, who is our biggest fall? Biggest fall is uh, White Sox. Oh, Chicago. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's. A, I don't think they're. We, we, they're not staying top five. That's for sure. We, we yeah. got a lot of energy. Energy. <laughs> we got a lot of injury <laughs> news this week. Uh, yeah. Man, Josh Naylor, brutal. Brutal. Mike Soroka, I feel bad for the man. Yeah. Dude, you returned from a torn Achilles, and he t- retore the same one, right? Yep. Yeah, we'll retour. You know someone who I don't feel bad for? <laughs> Zach Britton. <laughs> let, let me tell you why I don't feel bad for Zach Britton. Tell us Britton. a story, Brian. The New York Yankees are like, hey, your hamstrings hurt. Maybe you should get an MRI. Just check it out. Zach Britton goes, nah, give me 10 days. I'll be fine. Zach Britton has also like barely pitched this year. And the the injury just looked bad. Just throws immediately, grab in like his upper hamstring, immediately goes off the field. And you're just saying, no, I'm back in 10 days. I don't want an MRI. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just like, I can't understand it. Like, crazy. You know, this thing where we can see what's wrong or if there's anything wrong. Nah, I don't need it. Yeah. It's hard to feel bad for, for a guy like that. Yeah. Oh. Assuming that he you know, actually stayed. Now, granted, if he's right and he, he does his minimum 10 days and comes back and is fine, then I don't know what to think. I, I would say that's still a negative because going forward, <laughs> he's going to think he could self-diagnose everything. <laughs> but it'd be really funny if, he's, if he he's did gonna it break, like He's going to imagine. <laughs> he's going to break his leg like Josh Naylor and be like, give me 10 days. And everyone's going to be like, uh. Hey man, I mean, Pilar took a fastball to the to the face, and he came back in like a week. I, I'm convinced Pilar is an alien. Yeah, he made it a he made a <laughs> phenomenal catch today too. Yeah, full dude, good old full extension Pilar dive. Love to see it. Dudes from yeah. Mars. And also a little bit more injury news: Denelson Lamette exited his start with the right forearm inflammation. He's on the IL. 
I feel like this is like the third time this year where I've been like, well, I guess that's the last we're seeing Lamette this year. But then he comes yeah. back, but then he goes away again. Yeah. I think from what I read, he had like a big velo drop before he got pulled too. So yeah. there was definitely something bothering him. Yeah. Oh, okay, man. I see I see the words Brandon Belt written here. Tell us yeah. about Brandon I, Belt. I, I didn't want to write anymore because I'm sad, but <laughs> he Brandon Belt tried going first to home, which I mean, if you're not fast or young, it's not always the smartest decision. Uh, actually, the ball got thrown away at third, and he decided to go home, pulled up lame, laid on the ground, rolled around a couple times, and then got put on the IL. So yeah, definitely not, not something great. Brandon Belt's been hitting the ball really well this year. He's definitely a key part of what the Giants have been doing. So, I mean, it got Lamont Wade back to the majors, who got sent down for – Alex Dickerson, and that's a good thing. I mean, Wade hit a home run against the A's to help out. So if Wade keeps hitting, I guess all will work out, but we hope to see Brandon Belt back soon. Yeah, and then I forgot to put it in here, but another uh, big injury was uh, Freddie Galvis had a quad injury that that, uh, he's out. And the Orioles, who suck, cannot afford to suck more without uh, (laughs) one of of their best players. Um, So that's that's a real... That's a real lame one for uh, for Baltimore. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, a couple of positive tidbits on the Love injury that. news. So yeah, Chris Sale a, a threw an inning against hitters in like a simulated sort of scenario, fifteen pitches with his whole normal routine and everything, and everything looked good. Apparently, it looked yep. really nasty. But then also we got some good news on the uh, Tyler Glasnow front, which I know I think oh, we're yeah. all kind of very doubtful on. But uh, let's get a, I mean, he's feeling confident that he's going to come back with the uh, assistance of various medical treatments. And we'll actually go to a clip right now. Well, I actually have a bone stimulator on it right now. Apparently they say it does something. I Wait, don't think Hold on. Does. You did say bone stimulator, right? I just want bone to clear that up. Bone stimulator. Yeah. Bone stimulator. They looked and it was like tendon related, obviously, but he said it also could have been related to like signal in my bone, apparently, like it tugging on the bone or something. So he's like, I saw something in your bone. And we should give you a bone stimulator while you rehab. And I said, sure thing, doc, I'll throw it on. So I'm out here stimulating my bones and just letting it heal. Bone stimulator. Bone stimulator. (laughs) Stimulating bones. bones. You got to do what you got to do. But we're glad that he's feeling confident that he'll be able to, you know, come back without having to go under the chopping block. And Sometimes hey, man, you just got to stimulate your bones. As you say, man, hey, when, when you're bone stimulating, injury timelines look a lot better. Yeah, man, dude. <laughs> maybe, maybe Zach Britton's got a bone stimulator. <laughs> I bet you, you know what? I bet you he does. He just hasn't shared his secrets with everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But now I think uh, we need to address the witch hunt that is. Uh, that is happening in major league baseball the crackdown on the sticky stuff has officially commenced oh yes and commence it did (laughs) we got a great force hot start (laughs) oh my goodness the moment they were allowed to check people they were checking people day one came in hot oh so what was the highlight of the of the checking the sticky Uh, stuff what would you say to me well sergio well, the, so the very first person checked in the whole league was DeGrom. And, and it turns out um, he's just not human. Yeah. He's just not human. 
I, it I didn't take another substance. He's just... also from Mars with Plar. Yeah. So, yeah, just not human. Um, and then Scherzer got checked. That was the highlight of the week. And then we and then Scherzer first. got checked again. And, and then again. Scherzer got checked again in the middle of an inning. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a good day for Scherzer. Yeah, yeah, Scherzer and uh, and Sergio Romo uh, became uh, exclusive members of the starting to take your pants off in front of an ump club. <laughs> oh no, Romo went past the starting. Oh yeah, Romo was pulling. Yeah, he, yeah, he Romo was pulled his down. pants down. Yeah, he was he was going all the way. But uh, yeah, Scherzer was mad. And, and with good reason, you know, you get, uh, you know, after an inning, yeah, sure. It's annoying to get checked, but uh, Joe Girardi was, was really pestering him for it. And to, to do it right in the middle of an inning is pretty insane. Not only did they check him in the middle of the inning, they didn't just check the normal spots. Girardi asked for Scherzer's hair to be checked. Yeah. So Scherzer had to take his hat off and let an umpire just, run his hands through his hair yeah absolutely <laughs> insane oh, also the ump yeah thing about the ump you just gotta put your hands through this sweaty like receding <laughs> oh, man. hairline head dude it's like balding in the back and everything and the ump's yeah. just massaging his head it's getting really all it's there. not good for anyone involved Oh, and then Girardi is like trying to fight all of the Washington Nationals after yeah it's like Dude, oh man, yeah, apparently. So, I heard more about that story. Apparently, he was a bench coach for the Nationals that used to work with Girardi, yes. And the two of them were chirping at each other. (laughs) That's what, well, yeah. And it was, it was right after Scherzer left the uh, he was walking off the field and just death staring Girardi the whole way. (sighs) Oh, yeah, yeah. And And then Girardi got tossed. I was about to say, we can't talk about all the sticky stuff without the first ejection, which happened today. Yeah, yeah. first ejection. Hector, Hector Santiago yeah, of the Santiago. Seattle Mariners. Also, got ejected. and worth, worth noting, uh, he got ejected. He was sucking. Like, he was not good. Like, he, it wasn't like he was, like, striking everybody out and was, like, throwing absolute, you know, filth. Like and, he was not pitching that great, and then they threw him out and anyway. Post game, there was a hard denial from the coach and Santiago. Yeah, so that will be something to monitor to see if they actually go ahead and suspend him or not. Well, they they took his glove and bagged it like it was murder evidence. So <laughs> that they definitely did. I so, think. I, mean, I guess we'll find out. I think my I, this is like as is interesting. He like jokingly acted like he was gonna run away from the umps before they checked him, and then just gave him his glove. Yeah, and then he was like, "Oh, I guess now." I'm... Like that's so not like the behavior of someone who is cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's it was just really funny. Also, uh, tangently related to sticky stuff, uh, or or I guess lack thereof. Uh, Garrett Cole got bullied today. Uh, Garrett Cole got absolutely Pete's bullied sake. by the Red Sox. Say. <laughs> Uh, it went yeah. five innings still but man he did he get messed up i ah, love to see it you know at least he's at least you know he's on a contract year so the yankees don't have to <laughs> they don't have to worry about paying him oh, into man. his 30s or anything like that for yeah no it's yeah it's not like yeah it's not like the oh, not like the man. yankees like signed the largest contract in history <laughs> 
you know, and like oh. they're stuck with somebody for a little while. You know, it's, oh, it's okay. Ryan, why are you why are you saying oh no? Where, oh, are we no. wrong? My heart just aches for Yankees fans who are going to have to hear does this it for the really, next really seven. Deep. My heart what? doesn't feel anything for Yankees fans <laughs> ever. You know what? It, there's a lot. I I won't feel bad for the next three years, but the last four years of that contract. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm gonna feel oh, bad if it if it keeps up like this. Yeah, maybe a, a twinge of of aching for for them. But uh, just like, oh. but right now, oh, it's all. Oh, it feels great. Oh, it's good man. to see them suffer. Yankee the fans, for life. that is. Yankee for life. <laughs> but yeah oh my gosh the devers home run today go oh, yeah. watch it if you haven't seen it oh two oh two on devers and garrett cole just lays a fastball and perfectly down the middle and <laughs> if you're not familiar with rafael devers he does not cut down with two strikes at all <laughs> and he goes 451 feet uh into the right field stands it was a absolute was bomb great. it was yeah. uh something we like to see love a good bomb. yeah oh yeah Oh, speaking awesome. of bombs, we have some more home run derby contestants announced. Oh, yeah. We love that. So we got Shohei Otani. We talked about that last week, right? Yep. Um, we've also had some notable rejections. So yeah. Alonzo is coming back. So oh, that's yeah? cool. That's good. He's coming back to actually defend his title he won. Yep. We love a good defending champ. God, I love those. Yep. Um, Adam, you want to say? Yeah, the other the, the the other two top home run hitters in the league right now are not doing it. Uh, Vladdy is not doing it, and Tatis is not doing it. Yeah, it's I, the funny part is I feel like last week you said, "Oh, Vladdy's going to do it." I I felt like I felt like I felt like Vladdy would be less mature, which I mean it sounds weird, but he's like he's like twenty two. Yeah, um, you think he wants to hit some bombs? Yeah, I thought Vladdy would just be like what hit another 80 home runs hell yeah but no i i actually i do respect the fact that that he's like no i'm gonna i'm trucking i'm still absolutely crushing for my team and i'm just not gonna jeopardize it yeah you don't want to mess anything up he's the mvp right now i get it so we also have a third person who's been confirmed in trey mancini Mm -hmm. which is cool i don't think he there had to be better people they can invite but the story of trey Mal- trey mancini being a cancer survivor yeah. uh, it's a great story he could hit some bombs it's in colorado it's gonna be fun to watch yeah yeah i, I think th- oh yeah i would say i think we see fernando tatis jr in a home run derby but because of the shoulder issues this year it's yes. not this year it's not I can this see one. that yeah. yep because I feel like it's a bucket list thing for power hitters. Like I want to be in a one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the guy that I want to see uh, because he's treating uh, the actual league, like the home run derby is Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. I was about to throw that name out, man. Dude. Schwarber has been on an insane tear as of late. Uh, yeah. Insane. Yeah. The guy is crushing home runs. Like it's easy. Yeah. No like it's his job but he's doing more than that he's just playing good baseball right now he really yeah is. he really is yeah his oh i thought that was his batting average that's his on base percentage <laughs> his batting <laughs> average less impressive but 249 which for kyle schwarber that's almost a career high so we love to see that yeah his ops is a career high currently at an 884 hit 21 bombs Dude, yeah it's uh it. 
yeah, it's just the last like 15 days. That's just like the most ridiculous thing. His, yeah. his stats over the last 15 days, he's got 12 home runs batting 352 with an OPS of 1,438. Yeah, that's uh... <laughs> that's mental. <laughs> so do we think, oh no, the Nationals are in second place right now. Are the Nationals going for it this year? Ooh. I mean, their GM has had a tendency to go for it in the past. Yeah. Because I was about to throw out, like, do we see Kyle Schwarber being, like, a trade deadline guy? But, do you know, they're four games back from the Mets. Ah. I don't know. I feel like that's a team that uh, they've got the power and they've got the uh, they've got the ability on that roster to, to make a run for it. They've just got to do it. It depends on these next few weeks what news comes out about Strasburg and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, Strasburg's Strasburg is – going healthy they're going for it if maybe it's like he's on the shelf for this year i see them trading yeah i could see that and then the scherzer news it came out that scherzer will because like he has a he can like accept or deny any trade uh what's it called no trade clause yeah no trade clause uh his agent announced that scherzer will only accept a trade if a new contract is connected to it so yes. that is interesting because I feel like that's not really something we've seen in baseball. That's like a basketball or a football thing. Yeah. So that's an interesting concept because it's just something new. Yeah, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on what the uh, what the Nationals decide to do uh, in regards to uh, you know how they want to finish out this year. Uh, yeah, really? definitely. Um, but I think. Uh, Another very exciting uh, part of this week was the arrival of one Wanda Franco, who made an impact immediately. We got an audio clip. Oh, we love audio clips. Uh, oh, yeah. We love when they load also. <laughs> we love when we have them preloaded. Honestly, and then we go to hit Wanda, play Wanda Franco, the thing that blew my mind the most about him is they call up this like all-star stud shortstop first game playing third base. <laughs> it's like, Oh, all right. <laughs> Just was not something I was expecting. Yeah. But then the next four I've been at shortstop. So yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Strategy, I guess. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know. I don't know. I'm not he paid has, to, not paid to made, put players in positions. He has made one error. And he is rocking a solid batting average of 105. First yeah, year. but yeah, but not bad. Yeah, you know, but you got to see some major league pitching. You can't. We're, they're not all a Kellenic. Kellenic saw a ton and just never figured it out. Hopefully, I is think like this. Sh- sh- all right, clip is we just we Clip's, just calling the clip broken. No clip, yeah. I I used a different video format than normal. Oh, um, I didn't, um, and I think I need to there go you, back to my old. Uh, there you go, trying things. Formats. Yeah, um, can't believe you tried to fix something that wasn't broken. <laughs> oh, I just what? used your direct video link instead of. Yeah, we don't need to talk about this. Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Frank, Frank, Wonder Franco, first game, he had a big three-run home run. It was really Huge. nice. It's good to see. It's good to see him, you know, take a cut like that and have it pay off. Yeah, you know, all I know is if he can hit anything like Jacob Degrom, he'll have a good career. 
Dude, what? Jacob DeGrom is batting 414 right now. Yeah, hey, dude, Wander Franco has Jacob DeGrom's hitting stats. Nobody's complaining right now. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> it's interesting um, just watching Wander Franco in that series a little bit. He definitely seems like a low ball hitter and has got a bit of a swing at the upper part of the zone. Um and yeah, as you can imagine, the three-run home run was a was a low changeup. Uh, but uh, mm. interesting to see um, if he can adjust to things. I feel like sometimes when you're a switch hitter, it's a little harder to fix holes in your swing because um, it's two different swings you're working on. Yeah, but it seems like consistently he's kind of a little bit more of a a low ball hitter. But I think a little bit more on the right side facing the left-hand pitching but yeah just interesting to see if that's something that he's able to adjust to or just continues to get exploited yeah and i mean something to always monitor with young switch hitters is we see a lot of them end up getting told to like pick a side like you're only going to hit from righty as a righty or a lefty so it'll be interesting if the rays choose to go that path with wander i think they really want him to be switch hitter yeah so it'll be interesting how that all works out we had uh, what else? What other? Oh, we had Aaron Nola. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Time Tom Seaver's record. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Seaver, uh, record of 10 consecutive strikeouts, which is a record that has not been touched in 50 years. Um, oh, that's wow. tied at all. Like, no one's touched it in 50 years. Um, and Aaron Nola was one strike away on Conforto from breaking that record. Um, and Conforto with a, a nice piece of hit and did not let him. But absolutely insane. Ten that consecutive is, strikeouts. That is tough, man. Like <laughs> that's a full lineup card and then one. Yeah. Oh. I don't I'm think not, I've ever done that in MLB the show. I don't yeah, think so. It's it is a yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy record to have to have gotten that close to breaking. Um, yeah, some other fun, rare occurrences. Uh, I'm, I call him Jonathan Lasagna. Uh, he's a, he's a Yankees <laughs> pitcher, uh, but it's do what Jonathan Lois, Loisiga, whatever. Loisiga. Loisiga. Your cool. boy Lasagna. He's Lasagna. Uh, but he threw, he threw one of the rarest, uh, things, uh, one of the rarest events in baseball against the Red Sox. He threw a four strikeout inning. <laughs> nice there's been less four than, outs in any less than a hundred of them in history wow that is uh that is something that is worthy to be put on a resume you know yeah. who also has one of those yeah is craig kimbrell who Ooh. this year is like maybe having the best year of his career which is crazy. I'm throwing this out here do we see him ah the cubs are also good Yep. If the Brewers keep the path they're on, the Cubs keep the path they're on going into the trade deadline, do the Cubs look around and be like, let's go for it? Or do the Cubs kind of chalk it up? I don't know. Yeah, I think I could. They'll probably try. Dude, the Cubs away record is brutal. 16 and 22. It is not ideal on the road. 26 yeah. and 13 at home, though. Yeah. That is impressive. Here's uh, my question for you is is craig kimbrell the best reliever in baseball right now or is he just a hot Ooh, not the best reliever in baseball I, I, yeah I, that is a he is very question. hot 
He is very, very hot. So, like, when you say best, do you mean, like, skill If you're going into the playoffs, if you're going into the playoffs right now, you want this, you want this, you Hmm. choose this reliever before anyone else. I have one other name that I would put above him right now. I think Adam's going to say who I'm thinking of, and I'm going to be a little sad. Is it Why? Who do you think? Make me sad. I don't know. I, I feel like you're about to throw uh, Mark Melanson at me. I am not going to throw Mark Melanson. Okay, then then I'm okay. Um, I am going to throw the guy who is 19 for 19 on his save opportunities with a .57 oh. ERA, 15 strikeouts per nine. Is it? Is it Josh from, Hader? Yeah, I was about to say from Milwaukee. Yeah. Who is absolutely lethal this year? I, yeah, and yeah, we so haven't I'm talked about him. stats. Kimbrel does have a lower batting oh, average. Yeah, they are same, they are very similar. They, their they stats are very, are very similar. identical. They are Hater almost identical. But yeah. what I'm what I'm more thinking of is Hater has just been uh, like watching Hater pitch. I'm more terrified of Hater. Well, I and say, I would agree with you on Hater because also Hater is a lot more flexible with the role you could use him in. Kim, yeah. Kimbrel is like very notoriously. I'm getting three outs in the ninth. And that's it, you know, yep. but more recently he's been a little bit more flexible, but hater his whole career is like, you know, I got to even go three innings. Yeah. You want to put me in, in the seventh. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. We're going to say, I, so Alex Reyes is an interesting closer. I saw a stat about him that I'm trying to look now and I cannot see, but like he's on pace because he has a ridiculously high walks per nine. Yeah. He has a 7.79 walks per nine. And his ERA currently sits at a 1.04. So if that continues, he'd be the first relief pitcher ever to finish with an ERA under two and a walks per nine over seven, I believe was the stat. (laughs) That'd be crazy. Which is just something really weird because a guy walking that many people, you'd think there's no chance he has a 1.04 ERA. Yeah. Weird stats to note. (laughs) I have an interesting just argument to make about Kimbrell. Mm-hmm. is that if you're the Cubs and you've had Kimbrel for the last two years where it was a 6-5-3 ERA and a 5-2-8 mm-hmm. and you're have done what the Cubs have done you traded Darvish you've been like you know we're maybe gonna do it but then you've had a pretty good year but like I think if you need to if you're the Cubs you need to have a meeting and be like what are we doing are we rebuilding and if we are rebuilding, we need to trade Kimbrel immediately. So well, not immediately, the, but as soon as possible. Just because yeah. you you're not going to have a higher value for Kimbrel than right now. No, it, oh, his yeah. value is absolutely at its and peak. The position they're in, who helps them more, a closer or someone else? Right. It's yeah. interesting. So when the Giants come calling, they'll trade him. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if the I don't know the Giants are getting to a position where they're gonna I think they're gonna trade. Honestly, I think the Giants are more likely to trade for a starter than a relief pitcher. But hey, maybe the Giants will trade for the guy that I want to give a little bit of love this week, uh, Kyle Gibson. Gibby, he deserves it because Kyle Gibson is kind of very quietly, and part of this is because he's on the Rangers, but he's quietly having an absolute career year. Oh yeah, for the Rangers. Um, this is a guy who you know has a career ERA of, of uh, four, three, eight. He's, you know, he is a starting pitcher, but he's very much a, you know, four or five guy in the rotation. 
He's an um, innings guy. Go out there. He's and an innings guy. Some innings. But, right. But this year he is six and zero for win loss with a nice flat two ERA. Okay. Um, he's pitched ninety innings. He's given up only six home runs, which in modern MLB is kind of insane. Um, seventy four strikeouts to twenty six walks and holds his opposing batters at a flat two hundred. Um, absolutely, like by a mile, the best season of his career. Um, well, yeah. I, just, I just feel like it's uh, he's, he's worth bringing up. You want to you want to hear something well. crazy though? Mm. You know how he started the year? Just okay. Uh, no, he started the year. His first <laughs> outing, he pitched uh, a t- grand total of one third of an inning, yeah. and gave up uh, five earned runs. Yeah, I know. He, I he started his that. ERA it's, with one hundred thirty-five. But man, so imagine if you take that away. Yeah, dude, you take yeah. that out. He's only given up fifteen earned runs this year, which is pretty wild to think That's about. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he did not start off well, but you know, yeah. I've watched but him pitch is- against the Giants twice. He's looked very good in both. He's sides. looked very good. And for a, you know, a very much a journeyman pitcher, he's 33. Like he's been in the league for a while to, to sort of have your breakout year be this late is a, uh, is it's kind of, kind of cool. I, I love how we say breakout year and he's getting paid $9 million. Yeah. <laughs> it just really puts right. baseball into perspective sometimes. Right. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> a dude making $9 million could have a breakout year. Right. Yeah. A dude who's 33. Yeah, could have a breakout no. year. I think Gibson's a, definitely a huge trade target. I think he arguably oh, massive. is probably the biggest available pitching. Uh, yeah, piece. if Texas, yeah, Texas could potentially get a lot for him. To be fair, I don't think the Giants will be in on him though. Ah, uh, I'd love to see it because it, it kind of goes back to what I've said in other episodes. When the Giants are going to be very smart when trading. And they're not going to trade for someone who's a free agent after the year. I really yeah. don't think that Which happens. Is fair. But, but yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to bring him up. He's, he's fine. Also, so, something great to note about Kyle Gibson before we move on. Uh, John Boy did a great video on him where Kyle Gibson's stats versus like guys under the age of 29 and guys over the age of 30 is insane. He's like dominant against younger guys. But then older guys just slap him around. And this is like a career long trend. It's hilarious. Yeah. Go for that it. is yeah. wild. <laughs> but um, I have another sort of interesting question for you. So we're in the middle of a crazy home run race. And I think it, I just was thinking of the question. I originally was going to bump it a little higher than what I phrased it as, but we'll start here it's another over under question so over under there will be one and a half players hitting 50 plus home runs this year so over is going to be two or more under less than that over Ooh. i'm absolutely was, on the over. when was the last time we had an over hit on this stat that's what I'm kind of looking at. That's, like, that's I'll try and see if I'm not can. sure, but I, I would definitely say over and I'm specifically like absolutely hammering over because of the uh, pitching rule changing. Yeah. Like if oh, that okay. wasn't a thing, if that didn't happen, then I'd be a little more cautious about it, but we're hitting like, we're talking 50 home runs. There are three batters in this league already halfway there before the all-star break and pitchers aren't allowed to cheat yeah no that is uh 
yeah. I, I, I think that it's it should be, I think it's a comfortable over, but yeah. That's just yeah. That, is, that is very interesting. I did not think about it from that perspective, but that totally makes sense. I was going to say under because I honestly don't know when's the last time we had two players hit over 50 in one season. Um, I'm trying to pull it up now. Give me a sec. I know it's, it's like, there's no easy way. To, okay. Wait. So we got year. Okay. 2019. It was 17. Had, 17 was the last time. Yeah. So Stanton 19, and judge. We had, uh, 19. Yeah, we that's... had one with three, four people within five home runs of doing it. Yeah. So I would say odds are yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. 18 was a real down year. Only one person above 43. Hmm. But yeah, um, I, I definitely think it's an over. I think. Okay. 2.5. I 2.5 would I would still hit over but I'm less confident about that I, I'm just if we say okay realistically looking at it from now who do we think hits 50 I think Vladdy I think Vladdy's gonna hit I think 50. Vladdy is I think Vladdy's your easy if one person is to do it it's probably him Otani I would love to say yes but his mm-hmm. health past scares me I don't know right if, yeah I don't think Otani hits 50 this year I really mm-hmm. don't even though he has 25 right now through 70 games, like it'd be right. easy to say. Right. And then like, I would, would almost throw the same thing with Tatis too. He's been hurt a lot. Acuna is my second. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I would put little... Acuna over Otani, but I think that three is totally possible. I don't think it's strictly probable, but you know, I think it's, I think it's definitely possible. It, Two and a half will be interesting. Honestly, just getting two will be interesting because Acuna, I don't know. Is he on pace to hit 50 right now? 70 games Acuna's played, hit 21. 21. I don't know if that's necessarily on pace. I think it's not it's close. quite. It's, yeah, it's very close. But who knows? He could get hot. Yep. Um, I, I don't know. It will be very interesting what happens. I would say, I'm even going to say under on the one and a half, honestly. Wow. All right. Yeah, it's an interesting line because um, it's like when you're just seeing how the homers are flying for that top three right now, you're, you're like, "There's, they all have the potential to do it. Totally. But, you know, like Brian was saying with Tatis and Otani, Injuries. you just don't know. And yeah. I'm, I'm more shaky on – I feel more shaky on Tatis staying healthy enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. That. I'm more concerned about Tatis than Shohei. Yeah, Otani. Um, Otani's interesting. Yeah, because he but, also like other than Schwarber has the lowest batting average in the top five. Yeah, Schwarber's kind of the. Yeah, Vladdy's the most far, complete I mean. hitter there by a mile. But Otani also has the uh, potential to lead baseball in home runs and bunt singles <laughs> dude yeah <laughs> how many he's hit like three I... bunt singles in like the last like yeah how do you like can you look up hits? bunt singles i have no idea how you would look that up because like brandon belt's probably pretty high on that too that's why i'm just yeah. curious i don't know if there's a um, way to look for that stat no idea but um huh. i do kind of want to talk a little bit about tatis because we talk about tatis's uh, power and that he's hitting a lot of home runs um Currently, Fangraphs on their advanced stats, Tatis is the worst defensive shortstop in baseball. He today committed the his league leading seventeenth error. 
people don't want to talk about this. And at like what Derek point? Jeter's defense. Yeah. Oh, he's. I think he might be worse than Jeter. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not that bad. But obviously, Tatis is still ludicrously talented and like obviously still a superstar. But at what point do you have to go, dude? You gotta like stop being so bad defensively. <laughs> like you gotta stop sucking this bad. To me, if I'm the Padres he's freakishly athletic right yeah and again wickedly talented he's still very young if he was in his age 27 28 season i feel like we'd hear talk of him going to third base or something right then there you go that's what i'm saying at what but point do you go i, I all right give dude him, i give him another three four years honestly wow that's a longer leash than i would if you're winning games, I don't know if they necessarily right. care. And that's, yeah, that's fair. Well, and also in just last year, he was in the hundredth percentile of outs above average. Um, right. He makes, yeah. he makes a lot of really good plays. He also just makes a lot of really bad plays. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that and be... part of that is being so talented. Right. Yeah, and we could say part of that's just him needing to mature defensively, knowing which ones to go for and which ones to not. Because like, sure. I don't, I don't watch Tatis on the daily basis. I haven't seen all these errors, obviously. Um, I don't know how many of them are balls. Like, is he being called for errors on balls other people wouldn't normally get to? Like, yeah, I don't know how, how bad are the errors. Are the errors him picking up and throwing the ball? Well, like the one, the, the one today game? was bad the one today okay. he absolutely skied his man at second yeah that's not ideal um, <laughs> he literally turned and <laughs> threw it into right field <clears throat> with his age i say you just let him play and hope he figures it out yeah okay and that's yeah, and that's fair um i just think that it's interesting because um what i would sort of tie it tie it tie this to is vladdy um Flatty in 2019, you know, his first year playing third base had 17 errors. He had a ton of third base errors. They've moved him to first. He's made like three. He's also yeah. in a lot better shape. Right. Sure. He is also in a lot better shape. You know, it's obviously not totally in a vacuum, yeah. but what I would, you know, what, I, what it brings up is at what point do you move Tatis? At what point do you either put him at, just at a different position? I feel like Vladdy always kind of projected better as a first baseman. Just I mean, yeah, he's, he's built like a first baseman. Yeah, he's, he just has a bigger build. And Tatis is just so freakishly athletic. Not to say Vladdy's not athletic. Like, obviously, right. he's really athletic. Yeah. But Tatis is like, there's few guys where you're like, athletically, this guy's at a different level. Mm -hmm. And I think Tatis athletically is there. And you just have to put him and just let him figure it out. At least, I, I don't think you can give up within the next couple years because where are you going to put them you have machado making a ton of money at third you have jake cronenworth looking really good at second yeah well, like well machado could play a good short well yeah, yeah I, you could totally swap tatis but and machado as machado gets older do they really want to do that or do they want to let tatis grow there who knows who knows right and that's up for the padres right yeah so, yeah. but just, it was just an interesting thing where you go, yeah. At what point do you kind of just be like, dude, you gotta, you gotta be at a little bit. What better. point do you teach him to play center field? I'm just kidding. I mean, I mean honestly, honestly, he just, wouldn't do bad up there. He's like, he'd yeah, probably run he, down a lot of balls. He wouldn't be terrible. But yeah, I'm keeping him that short for next yeah. couple of years too. 
yeah, for sure. All right. And do you know if short doesn't work out in the next like three years and he's still leading the league in errors every day, maybe they do try him at center. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. Or yeah. Or even if not center, you know, corner outfield, something just it, anywhere. Just it would make less errors. <laughs> but I think as we're, you know, in the later part of this podcast, I think it's important that we address the all-star uniforms. Oh, I don't, those don't even exist in my mind. They are, they are an so affront disgusting. to humanity. They are, they are, and I don't throw this word around lightly. They are abhorrent. They are very bad. Yeah. If you have not seen these jerseys, I would recommend, which remember, I recommended not seeing the Josh Naylor injury. I'd recommend watching the Josh Naylor injury before you you subject yourselves uh, yeah, yeah, to, to the pain jerseys. that is the all-star jerseys oh gosh yeah, it no, is they're, they're bad they're really bad yeah and like they're you know oh. colorado gets so much so right with just aesthetics and they but got in the stadium yeah. it's just disgusting uh, yeah 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 it's just bad i don't understand why they can't just do what baseball did for a long time. Just, just wear your, your jerseys. Yeah. No. Just wear, just wear your uniforms from your, your team. Yeah. And Dal- even, Dallas Brain's yeah. theory was that uh, it's just because Rob Manfred hates baseball. And he- Dude, honestly, <laughs> honestly, with every passing week, I'm kind of convinced that that might be the truth. You know, they used to have it where, like, for the game, you'd wear your actual jersey, but then in, like, yeah. the home run derby, you'd have, like, the American League and the National League. Yeah, they League had the AL and NL jerseys. Yep. And, like, that was cool. But these jerseys are just so ugly. They are they are atrocious. They are so bad. It's bad. In Really, in every, in every possible way. <laughs> okay, like, there's so, no redeeming qualities behind yeah, these jerseys. They're bad. So something we haven't done in a couple of weeks is talk about playoff odds. So Ooh. I pulled up fan graphs and I'm yep. going to, we're going to go down the divisions and I'm going to let you guys try guessing who has the best percentage in each division. You guys okay. So, it's exciting to be on the other side of this, this time. <laughs> I'll, I'll prep one for next time. Okay. So I just, I, we haven't done this in a while. I feel like yeah, it's yeah. a good update. A good so guessing, in the yeah. ALE, let's start the AL East. Both you guys like teams in the AL East. Yeah. Who it do you guys think Toronto. has the highest percentage to make the playoffs? It won't be Toronto. It'll season. be Boston, probably. Well, Boston. it's fan graphs. I remember last time I did this, oh, I did baseball reference. Yeah, yeah I didn't like baseball true. reference. so I Yeah, I didn't either. Hmm. <laughs> I think that was our consensus by the end of it that uh, baseball yeah. reference sucked. It might be Boston. I think it's yeah, Boston. Baseball reference had Toronto by a long shot last time, but Ooh. we're not doing baseball reference. So I'm going to say. I, I will tell you, Toronto is fourth in this division. I'm going to. They have the Now that's, that's blasphemous. No. What I'm the just saying heck? That Fangraphs has the Orioles at a shocking 0%. <laughs> What the <laughs> team that's that is sitting with a negative 124 run differential? <laughs> what the Blue Jays are in fourth with a 41.2 percent. I mean, that's a high fourth right there. Yeah, that's a that high is fourth. a high fourth. But percentage. in fairness, that's also the heart, the most competitive, the most uh, interesting division in baseball, I think. But um, I'll say Boston with their lights out bullpen, solid offense, and Chris Sale coming over the horizon. Yeah, okay, so. 
Boston does have the highest percentage to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're at 76.5%. Ooh, that's hot. Yeah. I can see While that. The second place team is the is Tampa the Rays. Bay Rays. Okay, yes, that's if you're going to say Yankees, <laughs> you're going to lose your mind. You're going to leave the, the Zoom. <laughs> it's not the Yankees. Yeah, so the Rays have a solid 61% with the Yankees at 46%. So the Yankees okay. and Blue Jays are close. I think they're yeah. just putting stock into the veterans of the Yankees over the Which kids is... Toronto. I could Which, almost understand if it yeah. wasn't so insane the amount of talent on Toronto. I mean, but whatever. And something to be fair is those are just the percentages. They have the Red Sox projected at 91 wins, the Rays at 89, the Yankees at 88, and the Blue Jays at 87. So they have them They're all within very yeah. close okay. to each other. All right. In the AL Central, I feel like this might be one of the easiest divisions. It should be the White Sox. Yeah, White Sox. Yeah. Yeah, it is the White Sox. They have an eighty-seven point six percentage, the highest. Yeah, especially now that the the bottom three in that division have just all combusted. Yeah, oddly enough, they have the Tigers projected in last. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, yeah. I'm the furious right have, now. <laughs> the Tigers yeah. have a zero percent playoff. The Royals have a shocking point three percent of a chance. Wow, they got the Twins above the Royals. And they have the Twins at 2.2%. All right, yeah, a good 2%. That's about as much as they deserve right now. Solid 2%. That's the Byron Buxton difference. Yep, and then we got the Indians up at 22%. So they are not confident at all a second team is coming out of the Central, which and they shouldn't I think be. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. AL West? We are Houston. in the AL West. There is an aggressively high percentage it's for one Houston at like 99 <laughs> The Houston yeah. Astros are at a 95. Yeah. That is, yeah. It's, yeah, that is aggressive, man. It's not like they got that big of a lead on the A's. And I want to guess the A's. Yeah, try guessing the A's percentage. 63. Ooh, that's a solid guess. What are you thinking, Adam? Um, I'd put them probably slightly lower. I'd put them like high 50s, like 57. Oh, we have a winner. It is oh. 57.5. Nice, Ooh, yeah. Dying. It got that, and then the Angels at a solid seven point eight. Yeah, Mariners one point eight. Yeah, not a lot. Uh, Rangers zero. So speaking of Mariners, yeah. did you see the Taylor Trammell bat flip today? Yes. Yes. Amazing. Fantastic. Ooh, need more. So of good. It. Give it to me. More bat flips. Yes. Bat flip it all the time. So in the AL, as a whole league, who do we think has the highest percentage to win the World Series? Based Houston off Astros. Houston. Yes, they're at a 15.7% chance to win the yeah, World Series. Houston. Red Sox bonus, after? Bonus Red points. Sox uh, the the lowest second. Bonus points. The, the lowest percent is the Orioles, right? <laughs> well, right. Did I get that one? Did I get it right? Rangers, Royals, and Tigers, yes. Oh, they're all at zero? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the White Sox are at 9.1 with the Red Sox at 8.5 to win the World mm-hmm. Series. Adam, your Blue Jays are at 0. 0.4. Oh, wait, no, no, no. 4.20. So. Yeah. They're at 420? Yes, they're at 420. Let's go. You know what? <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm so happy now, with that. We are in the, the National League. In the NL East. Should be New York. Got? Should be New York. Mets. But I, I have a they they could say they could they could pull it and be like, it's actually Atlanta. Yeah, no, actually uh Atlanta's has 12%. So yeah. <laughs> it okay. is the Mets at 80%. Yeah. Philly's 8.4, Nationals 6.5. Ooh. 
they have nationals, oh, they have the Phillies? Really? Yeah, Phillies, they have the though. Nationals in fourth. That's a hot take. Wow, that is What's a hot. Not take. a hot take is the Marlins in last. Yeah, Marlins in last. That's just sad. Marlins. I think the NL Central have a point two percent. Wow. So we have the same amount of zeros in both leagues. Note that there is not a complete zero at the NL East. Um, I, mean, the I know NL where Central. there is one, but we'll get <laughs> I know there. Where there's two uh, in the NL Central. <laughs> uh, who, you guys, who you guys got in the NL Central? Oh. I I personally think Milwaukee, but I think that they're gonna say Chicago. Ooh. I'm going Milwaukee. Ooh, so in between first and second, there is a fifty percent difference. What? Yeah. yeah, it's Milwaukee. Their starting pitching is insane. Their bullpen's yes. great. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they have Milwaukee at a seventy-five point five percent, with the Cubs wow. in second at twenty-three point six. Yeah, and then what? Cincy, St. Louis. Pittsburgh. And then they have Cincy, St. Louis, Pittsburgh Ooh, in that order. Yeah. Cincy is 11% with uh, St. Louis being 2.5 and the Pittsburgh Pirates with a solid zero. Mm. I'd love to see it. And that takes us to the NL East. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Where I know to the, the NL West. NL West. NL West. I know my Which, geographic uh, locations. Yep. Um, NL West, where I'm not gonna lie, I'm a bit salty. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the Padres at, at number one. Still. Dodgers at number one, or Dodgers at number one. Uh, yeah, I guess it could one. be either. Dodgers are at a 98.7 percent to make the playoffs, the highest yeah. in the league. That is a bold take for that is a very team. bold take. Wow, are they okay. still a place team? No, they're in second place now, anyways. Yeah, bold. And then uh, Arizona, because they're the only team in that division who doesn't Arizona, have two, two letters in their oh, uh, logo, put, should put them in last. Arizona, weirdly enough, is the only one not in order. <laughs> For some reason, they have Arizona listed as fourth, even though they have a lower win-loss percentage or record huh. for them than the Rockies. They have hmm. Arizona projected to finish with 58 wins, which considering they only have 22 is slightly aggressive. Wow. Yeah, that's. And then the hmm. Rockies with 65 wins. So they have the Dodgers with a 98% Padres at 95 and the Giants at 86. Wow. Don't that's... disagree with it. That's a little disrespectful. Ah, my heart hurts. It's a little uh, disrespectful, think, but understandable. I think we these are projections for the rest of the year. And I mean, even yep. me as a Giants fan, I've been up front think, saying Giants probably finished third in this division. Even though my I'm slowly changing my mind on that. May have already changed my mind on that. But yeah, no, 86% solid. That still puts them above any other team in the league outside the NL West. So <laughs> It's hard to complain when they're saying they have the third best odds, which so you're is pretty crazy. Yeah, you're telling me you think they're gonna you're, they're gonna get a sniff of the playoffs, right? According to Fangraphs, they are sniffing the playoffs. <laughs> sniffing the they're, they're that, getting a big old whiff. That was a horrible take. I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a legendary take, and I love that Dallas Braden is sticking by that poor take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But so according to fan graphs, three teams from one division is higher than an 85% chance probability. That's not actually how the probability works. It's probably a little less than that, but 
it's a high probability three teams from there. Yeah, I mean they're they're by far the best teams in the NL. So yeah, that's safe to say. It it's kind of a shame though that the NL West is gonna have to take each other out because yep. they're gonna they're they have the three best records in the National League, so they're gonna have to play the winner of the wild card. Yep. So that means no matter what in the National League championship, we'll probably see the winner of the Central East when the NL championship really should be between two NL West teams. Yes. But that's how it works. This is why bracket design is dumb. I think, I don't know. Do you think the MLB updates how their playoffs are done? Uh, No. I'm kind of on the side of Noah. I think they might. Last year was fun. Last year was a lot of fun. I think that's what I was going to say. Oh, I love, yeah. But I think that that was also very much... Uh, a season. different circumstance but i think like other sports playoffs you make money you make a lot more money yeah these and then owners I'll... want more money also <laughs> last year you didn't have any team like how the a's were in the past where it's like yeah we won 95 games and then we played one game and then went home exactly you know? yeah you're at least getting the, two the i dominant think, teams got a chance i think double elim should be the standard but whatever yeah. Honestly, I don't know why the wild card isn't like a short three game series. Yeah. Honestly, like, honestly, now that it's possible, now that it's like, uh, like, like, you know, a thing that we've seen a ton of, a three games, seven innings each series would be. Oh, no. Cool. I'm, not, I'm not down with that. All in one day. For, oh, no. All in one day. The wild card day. No, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> give me Dude, three normal nine inning games. Sick. Oh, that'd be I, so cool. <laughs> Adam, that might be the spiciest take you've ever had on this show. I want And they that get to use so their bad. entire 40-man roster. <laughs> yeah. No, straight up. Absolutely. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it, dude, I want the, make the wild card wild. That, that, <laughs> that sure would be insane. <laughs> the whole 40-man roster, there'd be guys you never heard of pinch running because they're like the fastest guy on the entire yes, roster. No, but like that, how sick would that be? Dude, that'd be wild. That's what I want. Do you know what? We should have like a bat. There should be a tournament of the like doo-doo poo-poo teams. And that's what they should call it. The like battle of the doo-doo poo-poos. And like send the Orioles, send the Tigers, send the Diamondbacks, send them all and let them do that. That would be funny. But for actual playoff baseball, I I much prefer my like one day nine inning game myself. Robbie Grossman just out there, (laughs) just hitting just jacks off of these no names. Oh man! (laughs) Yeah, Nash. Yeah, the Nationals sneak into the wild card, and Schwarber just hits eight home runs in one afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just because I did it for the AL team, I'm going to do it for the NL. It's probably pretty easy to guess, though. Who has the highest percentage to win the World Series? The Dodgers. So the Dodgers are correct. And actually, the second highest might be a little bit of a trick. The Mets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the Mets, too. It goes back to what we were talking about, how, like, the NOS yeah, is going to all eliminate too many teams. <laughs> yeah, too, too many teams that are in one division that are good. Yep. And actually, funny enough, the Padres, who have the third best percentage in the National League, have a higher percentage than anybody in the AL minus the Astros. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So they have 9.4. So that is kind of interesting to note that the third team has a better percentage than the second best in the AL. Yeah. Weird. They're just saying less teams have a chance in the National League, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess. 
Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. What are the playoff odds saying? No, yeah. It was great. I've got um, one last thing that I kind of want to bring up because I think it's oh, it's a fun, spicy thing. Uh, so earlier this week, the Houston Astros released their like uh, ballpark promo schedule for July. And the Yankees are coming to town July 9th through the 11th. And if you go down to Houston uh, on the 9th, you could go in, get a 2009 ALCS ring. And then on yep. the 10th, you go in there, you get a 2019 ALCS trophy. And then on the 11th, you could go down to Houston and get yourself a Jose Altuve jersey for free. <laughs> oh, that, my. Is, that is <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Dude, good they are stuff. Trolling the Yankees so hard with that. Oh, and you know what? I love it as much as I kind of am meh about Houston. Dude, I, anybody just anybody who just makes fun of the Yankees relentlessly. Good. And to be fair, outside of Carlos Correa, is there anybody we're really still like salty about? It's like, it's. Break? I'm not salty about it as much as uh, I, I guess uh, when I say I'm mad about the Astros, I'm not even talking about the scandal stuff. I'm just it's just a team that I don't really care about in the grand scheme of things. Ah, okay. Because <laughs> I think Bregman has made himself very likable, even throughout that. Like he's taken it well. Yeah. Or Guriel. Yeah. Correa, on the other part, he did not take it well. <laughs> yeah, you know, not great. It would be interesting if trolling the Yankees, good way to go. Yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna be interesting if Korea chooses to leave this offseason and how the new fan base will accept him. I mean, I'm sure any team will love a new player that they the Yankees will probably take him. Really? No, (laughs) that's that's just. I was about to say that's like that would be shocking. (laughs) That's that's not. That's not what's gonna happen. <laughs> but it oh, would be funny. My mind was blown. Have more, more reason to hate the Yankees. <laughs> oh man! Well, you guys got anything else for this week? I am good. I'm, uh, I apologize if you're a Yankees fan, but I also don't. <laughs> I am ready to see Scherzer just get mad at checks more. <laughs> I want to see Scherzer hit somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. Fair, uh, I guess. I think we are in for a lot of a very interesting week of baseball, obviously, as the checks continue. So it'll be fun to monitor. And make sure you check in next week to see our next episode. And with that, go stimulate bye. your bones. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Stimulate them. Go bones. get a bone stimulator. <laughs> Later. <laughs>